0: Well, I won't keep you long tonight, but uh, I just want to share a few things. Just you know, a few weeks ago, uh, and it's uh, what I didn't I didn't teach last Sunday night or the Sunday night before that. Three weeks ago, and before that, I was sharing on Dominion, and uh, thing that I I just re- repeat a few things here. Dominion is taking back control from the enemy. Amen. How many of the Lord says that we can put our feet upon the enemy, and every time we resist him, we're crushing his head. And how many want to crush his head? Oh, crush, crush his head real good. And dominion is how God intended us to rule. It represent what is in heaven here on this earth. And is to walk and display what Jesus displayed and how he walked while he was here on this earth. I shared with you a few points. Dominion uh, will and is rewarded. Dominion is to be in order and alignment with God. Dominion is the sense of the Spirit's control. It's the sense of purpose. It's increase. Productivity, It creates an environment for creativity. It's a greater focus on a flow and accomplishment and its inner strength. And I shared with you some prayers about dominion, taking dominion or control of the morning. And then I shared some prayers about control of the night. And uh, how many took control of the night last night? Or isn't it great that, that there was no tornadoes by the time they got here to Alexandria? How many of you took control over that? Okay. There were five of us. (laughs) There was... Okay, there's two more. Seven. Anyway. There's two more. Okay. Well, everybody took control of the tornadoes last night. I'm proud of you. And aren't you glad we didn't have that bad weather and no tornadoes touched down? They can't touch down. And we took that control. So I shared some of these things with you. And tonight... Uh, I wanted to just touch right quick, because I've been announcing it. You know, if we're going to walk in dominion, and we're going to be sharing a number of different ways that we have dominion, but before we get into dominion uh, in other areas, if we don't have self-dominion or self-control, we're not going to walk in spiritual dominion over the enemy. So I want to share a few things with you tonight. So I want to give you some scriptures. Look with me in Proverbs chapter 5. And, and write these scriptures down, because you're going to have to meditate on these. We will have to meditate on these to get them into our heart as we grow in the area of self-dominion, self-control. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 23. Proverbs 5, verse 23. I'll be reading this out of the New Living Translation. Verse 22 says, an evil man is held captive by his own sins. There are ropes that catch and hold him. Aren't you glad we're going to break that? Verse 25. He will die for lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. The message translation says undisciplined life. So we see here the lack of self-control. Now go with me to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter five, and I just want to give you these scriptures as we get ready to start for just a few minutes here tonight. But look with me in Galatians chapter five. I believe that if there is something that is lacking today, but yet the scripture speaks so much about and it's the area of self-control and self-dominion. If I cannot control myself, what makes me think evil spirits will listen to me when I use his name. Galatians chapter five, verse twenty two. Galatians 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Say that with me. Self-control. There it is again. Against such there is no law. The New English Standard also says self-control. Now look with me in the book of Titus. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Aren't you glad that this is a year that we're breaking bondages? Brother Chuck gave us a prophetic word about breaking bondages to go into this year free. And that God is bringing us into a maturity and a place of dominion like we've never known before in our lives. And it says in Titus chapter 2, verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Twelve. Training us. Training us. Say that. Training. Training. And we did this this morning. Training us to renounce. How many know we renounced this morning? Disappointments and all that. Well, it says training us. We've got to be trained in dominion, especially self-dominion. In our prayer life, we learn to renounce things. I renounce that anger right now. It's against the, the law, the, holy, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I renounce uh, being impatient right now in the name of Jesus. And it says, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled. Say that with me. Self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. And how many know the Lord doesn't tell us to do something if He wouldn't give us the grace and the power and the strength to be able to do it. So we here we see for the third time self-controlled. Now look with me in First Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one, verse thirteen. First Peter one verse thirteen. This is the New Living Translation. Peter starts off, and Peter is going to speak of self-control four times, more than anyone else, because he blew it (laughs) in the air of self-control. And so when it came time for him to write a book, he says, I'm going to write about self-control. How many of you know if we had to write a book, how many of us would be writing about self-control? Nobody. Okay. I love this in the New Living Translation. So think clearly. And exercise self-control. Look forward to the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do just as God chose you is holy for the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. Amen. Did you get that? Amen. And so it says here, exercise self-control. Now look with me in first Peter, chapter four, first Peter, chapter four, verse seven. First Peter, four, verse seven. First Peter, four, verse seven. To the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled. Here we see it again. This is verse seven. Be self-controlled and be sober minded for the sake of your prayers. Woo! Why isn't my prayers being answered? How much self-control are you walking in? Self-control for the sake of your prayers. Now I want to look with me in uh chapter five, verse eight. I'm going to read this out of the NIV. First Peter five, verse eight. Very known scripture, but listen to the NIV. Be self-controlled. Say that with me. Be self-controlled. Look at your neighbor and say, be self-controlled and alert. You see, the devil who walks about as a roaring lion Cannot attack people who are self-controlled. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Who do you think he's going to find? Someone who doesn't walk in self-control. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know your brothers throughout the world are, understand, are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Be self-controlled. And now, second Peter, Chapter one. Second Peter Chapter one. Verse three. Second Peter chapter one, verse three. How many of you have seen this word on and on tonight? Self controlled? So we can't go on saying, Well, I just can't control myself. Nope. The Bible says it. You know how you get all the scriptures. Yeah, be self controlled. It says in verse three, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called to us his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in this world because of sinful desire. For this very reason make every effort su- to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge verse 6 and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brother affection and brother affection with love self-control Amen how many how many of you seen that over and over tonight already self-control if you write these scriptures down, if not, we have the tape or the CD. But the important, important thing about it is, is that it is time for us, the body of Christ, to get these scriptures. Because I praise God, we are going to grow and go forward. And we're not going to lose one in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now look with me in Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six. Be holy as I'm holy. We, we we want to please the Father in this day and age and this year that He gave us. Amen. There's so many things that you see that you know has to break His heart. There's so many things, even in the body of Christ, that you know must grieve the Holy Spirit. There's so many things that you know that, that, that God, when He looked upon man before Noah, and He said, I can't take it anymore. The imagination, the thoughts of men are continually evil before me. And in this world, in this age, in this time we live in, as we see what's going around in this world, and you may work with people that, that, that use God's name in vain and see so many different things, but that doesn't mean that we have to follow the crowd. We are called to be different, and we are different. And we are not going to bow to the enemy or the things of this world. But we are going to learn to walk in the area of self-control because we do not want to do anything that dishonors the heart of our Father. Because He has showed us so much love. And look, I want to show you here in Romans chapter 6. I I, I want to start just start with verse 1. What shall we say then? Are we to continue... In sin that grace may abound? Oh, I live by grace. Well, Russ, I don't have to worry about sin. Paul says, no, 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 no. You mean we've been given grace just to continue living as the old man? Verse 2 says, by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus was baptized into His death? We are buried, therefore, with Him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. If we have been united with Him in a death like His, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like His. We know that our old self was crucified with Him in the order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will die, never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin sin. Therefore, reign in your mortal body. Now, take make a note. The Amplified Bible says, let not sin have dominion over your mortal bodies to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will not have No dominion. Shout it out. No dominion. Shout it out. No dominion. Shout it out. No dominion. Since we are not under the law, but under grace. Sin by any means will not have dominion over you. Now, church, we all have to battle the flesh. But that's why we're studying these things on self-dominion. And we're studying these things on self-control. Because... It's like, a, it's like, a. how many of you ever seen a small kid get fussed at? You'll tell him, no, daddy's not buying you that. Well, that kid's allowed to fall on the floor, kick the floor, pound his hands. So I've seen kids slap their mama. I mean, just pitch a fit. Have you ever seen a kid just pitch a fit? Have you ever seen a kid just pitch a fit? Did any of you kids ever just pitch a fit? Have any of you men's husbands, wives ever pitched a fit? No, 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 no. Have you ever seen a kid, but I want it. I've got to have it. No, put it back on the shelf, Johnny. No, I will not put it back on the shelf. Have you ever seen a kid when they want something, they want it? Well, you little spo when I get you home, when I get you home, I'm going to show you what you want. You are not going to embarrass mom and daddy that way. Did you ever have that happen? Well, listen. Our flesh is a spoiled child. And we get mad at our kids and boy, when I get home, I'm going to get my belt and I'm going to wear you out good, so forth and so on. But who's going to wear us out when we walk according to the dictates of the old man? You shall not ha- let sin have dominion over you. But I like this and I'm going to do this. But the Word, I said in my Word not to do it. But I can't help myself. Oh, I just gave you a Scripture saying you can help yourself. The name of the Lord will not have dirt thrown on it in this ministry by the grace and in the name of Jesus. So many churches and so many ministries and so many people have been hurt because of sin. But we're going to have dominion over sin, And the body is going to walk in a dominion where sin will not have dominion over us because we are not the conquered. We are the conquerors. Yes. And whatever we don't bring under control and whatever we don't learn to bring under control in our hearts and in our minds will end up controlling us. But that's why it says you will not let sin have dominion over you, but you will have dominion over sin. Amen. Amen. So we see here... Such a thing as personal dominion. Each one taking it personally. How many have Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Okay, just like He's your personal Savior, you need to write down, I am personally responsible for holiness. I'm personally responsible for dominion. I'm personally responsible for what I allow to come out of my mouth. I'm personally responsible what I allow my eyes to dwell on. I'm personally responsible what I allow my ears to listen to. I'm personally responsible. I cannot even blame it on the devil because the devil has no holds on me. Been redeemed by the blood of Christ Jesus. Amen, church. So we don't have to obey it anymore. Dominion, the control of lust, tries to command our bodies. But hallelujah, thank God we can learn to take dominion. It for sin shall not have dominion over you. Say sin, sin has no dominion, has no dominion, dominion at, all at all over me. me. And, by and by the grace of God, of God I, am I am strong and well able to resist, to resist the, power the power of the evil one. Amen. Hallelujah! I don't have to bow to the devil. You don't have to bow to the devil. I don't have to bow to my own sinful flesh. I do not have to bow or receive or give in to the temptations. Amen. Amen. I got a few questions here. Uh, have you ever broken yourself of a bad habit? How many want to walk in greater authority and anointing this year? Okay. Well, do you have a bad habit that you want to break? Break a bad habit and you'll go up a higher level in authority and dominion. Is there a bad habit? It may not be that bad. It may not be that bad for some people, but if there is something that I'm habitually doing, something that my flesh enjoys doing, uh, criticizing, whatever it may be, whatever habit I may have listening to criticism, I've got to learn to break that bad habit. Do, do you retain control of yourself when things go wrong? How I many know oh, that's an area we can learn control? When the car don't start. When someone cuts you off in the traffic. Don't you just love praising the Lord at that moment? Don't you wish you had a at that moment? When, and when, and when somebody cuts you off in traffic, roll down the window. When something happens, can you Keep calm in a crisis. And can you not give in to adversity or disappointment? Here's another question. Do you think independently? The Lord knows our thoughts. Can I control the way I'm thinking? Do I think independently? Or do I think with with knowing that God knows my thoughts? Can I use disappointments creatively? Can I accept opposition to my viewpoint? These are all just different questions to make us think. Do I nurse resentments? Or am I ready to forgive injuries done to me? These are just different areas where we can learn to practice. And how many of you know we can get deep into the fruit of the Spirit and learn parts of the fruit of the Spirit? But I want to give you some weapons before we close tonight. I want to give you some Scriptures and... and and. Uh, I want you to look with me quickly also in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Let me give you a little bit more word and I'm going to give you some bullets. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Not real bullets. Chapter 4. But bullets of the word. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse one. Finally, then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God. Your sanctification that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Verse four. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and in honor. Possess his own what? Vessel. His own self. self Self-dominion. Not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this manner, because the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also forewarned you and testified, for God did not call us to uncleanliness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God. Who has also given us his Holy Spirit. How many you know that's strong? When I just go ahead and want to do what I want to do, I'm not rejecting man. I'm rejecting God. That's strong. It says in verse four that each one of you know how to control his own body. How many of you know this body wants to get out of control like that spoiled kid, but we can bring it back into control. Amen. Amen. Now, I believe another translation says each man must learn to possess himself with patience. Possess himself with patience. How many you know we have to learn to be patient with ourselves because it's a process. We can't change from being one way into another, a different person uh, in, in just a day or a week or in just a year. How many know it's a process? But we've got to learn to possess ourselves, possess our bodies, learn to control our mind and our thoughts and our bodies with patience. So we're learning how to possess ourselves. Amen. Amen. Uh, in Luke uh, 21, verse 19, look at this with me in Luke 21, verse 19. Jesus said in Luke 21:19 he was talking about it in the end times by your patience possess your souls or by standing firm one translation says You will win your souls, your mind, your will, your intellect. We studied this morning as we were studying the Word of God in Romans. We were seeing there that the enemy, the walls and the schemes, also in Ephesians chapter 6, the walls and the schemes of the enemy is that he has a destination. And he wants to get to a certain point of our souls. He wants to get into certain areas of our mind and our thinking patterns. But we don't have to have him go there. And we don't have to follow where he wants to bring us. So we see here we got to stand firm for the salvation and the keeping of our souls. Now look at a very important scripture in Hebrews chapter. 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Thank God the Holy Spirit has made a way for us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit working on our inner man and we have a way out. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Hebrews 12 verse 15. Look at this. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance though he sought it diligently with tears. How many know we don't want to go that far? We don't want to see how far we can get away with things. Now, I'm that was not the scripture I was looking for. That was a good scripture. I'm looking for the one that says, uh, looking diligently. And it talks about a bishop. Y'all see that? Come on, y'all help me. Y'all see that? Verse 15. I didn't read verse 15? I did, huh? Chapter 12, verse 15? Okay, what translation you got? Okay, read out of King James, please. Somebody read for me. It
1: says, in diligently, lest any man fall of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness, screen.
0: Therefore, they be defiled. Okay. Y'all see the scripture that talks about Bishop? T.D. Jakes? Y'all see that? No? Well, I guess I have to give you next week. I don't want to take too long on this. But anyway, let me give you a few things here. Write this down. Looking diligently. Looking diligently. Let me give the definition here. The word looking diligently means to take the oversight and be a supervisor over. To take the oversight and to be a supervisor over. How many have ever been supervisors before? How many have had people under you that you had to uh, overlook and you had to oversee? Well, that's what it's talking about there. Having the oversight over your thoughts, the oversight over your body, the oversight over your desires. It says looking diligently to take the oversight and, and be a supervisor over your body. And the word bishop, and I'll have to find out where I got that word from. The word bishop, maybe it's another word, but I got here in the Greek. Just write this down. It means one who watches, directs, guides, corrects, and has oversight. The word bishop watches is a director. A guide, a corrector, and oversight. Now, I want you to write down heart. Oversight over the heart. Write down the word heart. And let me give you the definition here that it says. When it speaks about the oversight and being diligent to watch over the things in my heart, it means to be careful, what to be watchful, correctful, directful, and oversight Over what's going on on the inside of me. To have the oversight of what's going on on the inside of me. What's going on in my heart? Am I anger? Am I bitter? Am I resentful? Am I fighting lust? What is going on on the inside of me? I've got to have the oversight over that. What's going on on the inside of me to take dominion? Because me, myself, I'm responsible. Me, myself, I'm responsible for what's going on the inside of me. I've got to take the word of God and meditate upon the word of God. By his word, I take dominion and it's with his word that I get to rule with. Amen. So let me, let me give you, uh, just let me give you a few scriptures. And, uh, we talked about re, uh, training to renounce. So I want you to pray this with me. Say with me in the name of Jesus,
1: name of Jesus
0: I, renounce I renounce all sexual sin. That I have been involved in. In in the present. present, Or in the past. past. I renounce. renounce Fornication. fornication, Masturbation. masturbation, 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 Pornography. pornography, Perversion. perversion, perversion, Fantasy. And adultery. adultery, In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I break all curses. Of adultery. adultery, Perversion. perversion, fornication, Fornication. Lust. Incest, rape, molestation, harlotry, in the name of Jesus, I command all spirits of lust and perversion to come out of my stomach, my gentles, my eyes, my mind, my mouth, my hands, and my bloodline, in the name of Jesus. I present, I present my body, my body to, the to the Lord as a living sacrifice. A living
1: sacrifice.
0: Romans 12:1. First Corinthians 6:15: "My members are the members of Christ, and I will not allow them to be members of a harlot. Say this with me: I release, I release. the fire of God. To burn out all unclean lust from my life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, church. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I break all ungodly soul ties with former lovers and sexual partners in the name of Jesus. I cast out all spirits of loneliness that would drive me to ungodly sexual relationships in the name of Jesus. I command all spirits of hereditary lust from my ancestors to come out of me in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, there's a strong resistance there. In the name of Jesus. All hereditary lust. You go now. I renounce you. And you will not continue in my bloodline any longer in the name of Jesus. Just go ahead and praise Him. Hallelujah. 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 Say this with me. I command all spirits of witchcraft that work with lust to leave me in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my thoughts and I bind all spirits of fantasy and lustful thoughts in the name of Jesus. I cast out all marriage breaking spirits of lust that would break the covenant. In Jesus' name, I cast out and loose myself from any spirit of incubus and succubus in the name of Jesus. I cast out all spirits of perversion, including Moabite and Ammonite spirits of lust in the name of Jesus. Romans 1.4 Write that down. I receive the spirit of holiness in my life to walk in sexual purity in the name of Jesus. Write down 1 John 2.16. I loose myself from the spirit of this world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. I overcome the world through the power of the Holy Spirit. Write down Romans 6, 6 through 12. Romans 6, 6 through 12. I am crucified with Christ. I mortify my members. I do not let sin reign in my body. And I will not obey its lust. I do not let sin reign in my body. And I do not obey its lust. How many of you know the Lord's coming back for a church without spot and wrinkle? Come back for a pure body. But you know, it's just not going to get pure by itself. And the Holy Spirit's not just going to perfect you without you doing your part. We all have to do our part. We've got to meditate. We've got to fight. We've got to resist. We've got to take control of what we think on, what we watch, what we put the, the channel on, what we listen to. We've got to resist in, in being in the appearance of evil. And, and it's, I'm not just, it's not just taking control in the areas left, but left, but taking the control of the areas of, of what we think, what we say, what we do. To present our bodies acceptable and well-pleasing to the Lord. Amen? Amen? So you see, when I'm fighting, I'm combating these things, I'm rebuilding my mind, my emotions, my body, my will, taking dominion, and I'm getting in alignment with God. The word says in Proverbs that sexual sins. Paul said it also traps our soul, traps our emotions, tra- traps our emotions to the point to where one may feel unworthy or never amount to anything, or just wish they would die, or think that I'll never get out of this trap that I'm in. But we've got to learn to take dominion. Mark 16:16 16, 16 talks about them that they that believe in my name shall cast out evil spirits. Luke ten nineteen, Jesus says, I give you authority to cast out wickedness and evil spirits. Romans sixteen twenty says, The God of peace shall soon crush Satan underneath your feet. So it talks about putting our feet upon in scorpions and serpents. The word crush means to trample, to break in pieces, to bind, to bruise. And there we're fulfilling the prophecy of Genesis three that we will crush his head, even though he will bruise our heel, the part of our humanity. Revelation 12 11, 12, 11 says, We overcome Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. So I'm, I'm going to skip this part and I'll just give you... Uh, I'll finish with some prayers of pleading the, and releasing the blood of Jesus. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So I gave you some scriptures about the area of lust. Now I want to give you some scriptures about releasing the power of the blood. How many believe in the power of the blood? Okay, write this down. I, say this with me. I cover, I cover my, mind my mind and my thoughts my with the blood, with the blood of,
1: Jesus.
0: of Jesus. You ought to say that every day. And every time you're tempted, I don't care if it's 70 times 7, I cover my mind and my thoughts with the blood of Jesus. Someone's coming onto you at work. Someone's coming onto you at school or college. Someone's doing something they shouldn't in your neighborhood. And, and you feel yourself fighting, or whatever it may be, before you go to sleep at night, I cover my mind and I cover my thoughts with the blood of Jesus. Amen. You need to do that. Exodus twelve thirteen, I cover my doorpost and possessions with the blood of Jesus. Revelations twelve eleven, I overcome the devil through the blood of Jesus. First Peter one two, I sprinkle the blood of Jesus. And receive multiplied grace and peace. Hebrews 13:20 20 through21: "I am made perfect through the blood of the everlasting covenant." Hebrews 10:19: "I have boldness to enter into the presence of God through the blood." Hallelujah for the blood. Amen. Hebrews 9:14: "My conscience is purged from dead works. To serve the living God through the blood of Jesus. John 6, 54. I eat the body of Jesus and drink His blood. Ephesians 1, 7. I have redemption through the blood of Jesus. And I am redeemed from the power of evil. Oh, that's a good one. Amen. Colossians 1, 20. I rebuke all spirits of torment and fear. Because I have peace through the blood of Jesus. Matthew 26, 28. I receive the benefits of the new covenant through the blood of Jesus. I receive deliverance through the blood of Jesus. I receive abundance and prosperity through the blood of Jesus. I receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit and the anointing through the blood of Jesus. First John five eight, the blood of Jesus bears witness to my deliverance and salvation. First John one seven, the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all sin. Hebrews twelve four, Jesus resisted unto blood, and his blood gives me victory. I rebuke and cast out all spirits of guilt, shame, and condemnation through the blood of Jesus. Hebrews ten seventeen. I break the power of sin and iniquity in my life through the blood of Jesus. My heart is sprinkled with the blood of Jesus from an evil conscience," Hebrews 10:22. Revelations 12:10, I rebuke Satan, the accuser of the brethren, through the blood of Jesus. John 8, 8, 8 verse 10, I command all my accusers to depart through the blood of Jesus. Matthew 12:10, "I rebuke and cast out all spirits of slander and accusation through the blood of Jesus." Hebrews 12:24: "I release the voice of the blood against demons and evil spirits that would accuse and condemn me. Whoo through the blood of Jesus. I release the voice and the blood. I release the voice and the blood of Jesus. Over every demonic spirit, every every stronghold that would trump against my mind. And I bind the strong man and I take his goods in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, self-dominion is warring against those things that would try to take control and master over us. But if we don't move into dominion, we are backing out of dominion. You can see in Joshua, in his life, in chapters 1, 5, and 11, where Joshua had to take dominion to possess. In Judges chapter 6, you can see where Gideon had to walk in dominion. Second Samuel chapter 5 and 7, David had to walk in dominion. Second Kings 21 through 23, Josiah had to walk in dominion. Daniel in chapter 7 had to walk in dominion. Jesus, Peter, Paul, and John had to walk in a dominion. So to step in this new place in our lives... Uh, we're going to have to walk in the good will of God, in the perfect will of God, so that His plans can be perfected in our life in the name of Jesus. I want you to take this message tonight. We we just got into this one area, but we've, we have to take this message. We're all flesh and blood. How many know? If you cut yourself right now, how many is going to bleed just like me? We're all flesh and blood. Amen. We all have flesh that tries to be alive and wants to have His way. And we live in a world that tries to fulfill and give the flesh everything that it wants to have. But you and I are going to live as a trophy of righteousness for the glory of Christ Jesus. Amen, church. I tell you, we're going to show the devil up. We're not going to give in to evil desires. The devil is not going to have his way in our lives. But we're going to walk according to holiness and purity and give God all the glory. I am at war with Satan and demonic forces. I am tired and I am mad and I am upset of what Satan has done and is trying to do in the church and in this world. I'm sick and tired of a perversion spirit attacking our children, attacking marriages as young people and robbing robbing uh, young ladies and young men's virtues. I'm tired of the world pr- uh, promoting that sexuality is okay. I am tired of politics wanting to give men and women their rights to live as they desire. I am tired of being part living in a perverted world. But I thank God for the Scripture that says I am in this world. But hallelujah, I am not of this world. And I don't care how hard somebody tries to tell you, It's just too hard to conquer. The blood speaks out that you can do all things and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And there are no excuses that my husband just doesn't do it for me. My wife just doesn't do it for me. I just have this trouble or the devil made me do it. Because self-dominion says the devil's not going to make me do anything I don't allow myself to do. I'm not going to be glorifying the devil that the devil made me do it. I allowed myself to take the vision that was in the apple when the enemy presented it to me. Amen, church? I'm mad. And we are on the attack. That in this area that is full of churches... That the perversion of incest has had its way around deacon and board tables for years. Because no one wanted to speak up. I'm tired how people will get aggravated and mad because you get, you, you, you have to fire someone to get rid of somebody because there's sin going on in the camp. When Joshua had that man with sin in his tent, the Lord didn't spare him or those who were with him. The Lord says in the New Testament, be holy, for I am holy. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying we don't have struggles and fights. I'm not saying there's not times that that we are fasting and praying and putting the Word on. But I tell you what, if you mess up, but you're trying, there's a new grace for you. But my brother and my sister, the problem is when we mess up and we're not doing anything to try to conquer what the enemy's been tempting us with. That I don't have tapes and teaching and books on how to walk in purity and holiness. I don't have the prayer going on in my home or in, in, in my automobile. Or I'm not spending time with God to pray so that I will, the Spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. So I've got to get that flesh under control. This year is the year of the open gate. This is the year of the breakthrough. And I believe that this is going to be the year where the bondages, whatever lingering bondages has, has had a hold on any area of our life, this year is going to be broken in the name of Jesus. So tonight, I've given you some scriptures. I've given you the living Word of God. That as we take this Word and we consume it, and we meditate upon it, and we practice it, and we say, I'm not going to participate in the devil's parties. I'm not going to allow my flesh to enjoy itself, but I'm going to bring my flesh under control. That we're going to make the Father smile. And He's going to be able to look down and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He's going to be able to say, that's the church of purity that I want to walk among and I want to be in. And when they sing to me, they're singing out of pure and a holy heart. Amen. Amen. So we are all declaring war on the enemy tonight. Not only that, we're declaring war on our own flesh. To crucify our own flesh. To walk pleasing unto the Lord. Are you with me in that? Amen. Amen. Let's stand up.